Your hosts are here, Sammy and Michelle. By the end of this podcast, you'll know them well. Adulting, navigating the journey of life. Careers to relationships, pain and strife. Put down the rule book. Rethink the status quo. If there's another direction you want to go, find purpose, passion and mastery in all that you do. With Status Post Adulting. Hey, Status Post Adulting family. This is Sammy and Michelle. And you're listening to the 96th episode of Status Post Adulting, where we are talking about gratitude. And just in time for the holidays, too. Oh, yes, Sammy. We are talking about gratitude today. Because if you're listening to it when this episode comes out, it is Thanksgiving time in the United States of America. And a key part of Thanksgiving is the thanks. And that's what we're going to focus on today. It's so true, Michelle. And you know what I'm thankful for today? Yes, but tell me. It's my birthday! Hey! Happy birthday! Thank you. Thank you. Thank you all. We are recording this on November 20th, 2022. I am turning 33. It is officially my birthday. 11202022233. Exactly. Lucky numbers. So much angel numbers. So much auspiciousness. Repeating numbers, 33, odd number. It's just, it's just all good vibes. It's a beautiful thing, Sammy. And to start this episode, I would like to share something that I'm grateful for. Mm, please. And that is you, my sister, my partner, my co-host, mm-hmm. my beautiful, smart, funny, disciplined, disciplined freedom sister. That's my swam. Thank you, Michelle. And ditto. And I would like to share something. Oh, okay. Please do. I haven't been practicing gratitude. <gasps> Just things, things have been going downhill in the me practicing gratitude department. Sam, I'm so happy you shared that because I am feeling the same way. Mm-hmm. Like I feel as though I have been in and out grateful for things baseline, but I have not had a good practice. I haven't been actively thinking about it. And it's something that we think is so, so valuable, something that will actually bring so much goodness into my life, your life, anybody who's listening's life. So we are so excited to chat a little bit more about it today and hopefully turn this ship around. And when you say so much goodness, Michelle, you are not being vague. There are (laughs) specific, measurable changes that can occur when people practice gratitude. Hit me with them. First of all, people who regularly practice gratitude have better mental health as gratitude strengthens your positive recall. Hmm. They have deepened resilience because they have less negative thoughts. I believe that. They actually are shown to have fewer health complaints such as headaches, digestive issues, respiratory infections, runny noses, dizziness, and sleep problems. In addition to reductions in blood pressure, which is believed to be due to the increased parasympathetic influence when you are practicing gratitude. And I found this information on mindful.org, which is related to Mindful Magazine, and they pulled this from various studies. And I've heard this before too. Gratitude affects our health and mental health in so many positive ways. 
you know, Sammy, I have had a sniffly nose this past week, and I think it's because I have not been grateful enough. Your nose is sniffling because you are an ungrateful child. (laughs) (laughs) So outside of the science, I think there is so many different reasons why we think gratitude is a good practice. For me, I find that when I'm focused on the things that I am grateful for, when I take a moment to actually think about those things, it makes me a lot more present. It makes me enjoy the present a lot more because I think just in the practice of stopping, thinking, okay, what are three things I'm grateful for? My family, my health, a strong roof above my head. It brings me to the present and nothing else seems to matter as much. Like I'm just so happy I have some really amazing core things in my life. It's true, Michelle. And as you know, I've been listening to a lot of Andrew Huberman's podcast. Okay, hold on, y'all. I literally, like a week ago, (laughs) I told Sammy, I was like, a lot of people are listening to this Dr. Andrew Huberman, in case you're interested. And she's like, is he a doctor? And I was like, "Uh, I don't know what kind, but I do think he went to school to be an official doctor. And then like a week later, she's like, Andy Huberman has been saying. (laughs) So she's definitely gotten into it. I need to get into it, quite honestly. I heard from Michelle. I also heard from other podcasts that I listened to. And he's really relatable. You know, to be honest, um, I maybe have not listened to enough podcasts to clarify whether he is an MD doctor or a PhD doctor, but I do know that he is a doctor. He's no honorary Harvard PhD. And even if he wasn't a doctor, his information is very interesting. (laughs) I would, I would, I, uh, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, what does he say? So he says that one of the biggest effects on our own brains regarding gratitude is actually when we receive gratitude. When people express their gratitude to us. So if someone says thank you to me. Exactly. Mm -mm. Knowing that, I was thinking maybe a way to get those benefits of gratitude is keep those positive things that people say about you, whether they're little cards that people give you or just writing down or journaling positive things that people have said about you, keeping that in like a little tab that's kind of like your little receiving gratitude folder where you can go through it and just remember how loved you are. I love that idea, Sammy. And I love this idea of receiving gratitude because I think sometimes it can be hard to hear thank you or hear a compliment. And I actually do exactly this. You know, when I was taking my writing class, Every now and then I'd get positive feedback or a nice chat message and I started to take screenshots of them or I'll take screenshots of like emails that come through that are really positive and I keep them in a little folder that just says positive vibes. And sometimes I like to go in and I'm like, dang, these are some good vibes. That is literally such a genius idea. I love that. I didn't even know you were doing that. Oh, yes, I know. I'm going to copy you. That's really cute. Yeah, it's super nice, actually, because it is hard to forget, especially when things get hard or if you've been like alone for a little bit to remember that like people are out there and they like appreciate you. And you know what else is interesting? He also found that a lot of people get the same benefit by watching someone receive gratitude. Oh, okay. Yeah. If you're into that. When I think about it, like if I watch these videos where someone's like expressing gratitude to the person who gave them a kidney for their kidney transplant. Yeah, it hits, you know? 
Like, <laughs> usually I'm crying. So, so he did say that watching people receive gratitude can be also effective in that same receiving gratitude effect. I have been getting into Mr. Beast's video, which mm. I feel like a lot of that, like, philanthropy and giving. And so I guess I'm not so surprised to hear about that. It does. It gets me weepy, you know? I'm, like, mm-hmm. emotional watching that stuff. Oh, or, like, even Drake's video, God's Plan. Oh, my gosh. I forgot about that. Mm-hmm. I think I cried watching that video, too, which is yeah. unexpected. Just, like, hands out a bunch of money. And people are just, like, so grateful. That's true. It's touching. I like it. The gratitude porn. <laughs> gratitude porn. <exactly. laughs> this is also a reminder to me to express gratitude to the people around me, which I sometimes forget to do. Get, knowing that it so positively affects the people around you, just like a little reminder to do that. Thank you so much for saying that, Sammy. You're welcome. Michelle does, and lately especially has been expressing gratitude towards me, and yeah, I've been receiving it. That is true. So I, I actually really believe in this. And I think having just gone through something where I was like around a lot of people and a lot of people are supporting me, I do really like to express thank you to anybody who gives me any time or energy, even if it's like a class that I'm joining. Just because I can appreciate now how much work and energy that takes, I don't want to get lost in the sauce. I like to be like, hey, just so you know, this was amazing. Thank you so much for doing this. And it is so nice. And I think that sometimes I feel like foolish. I'm like, oh, should I go out of my way to say this? Like, is this too much? But I think it's like so well received so often. Like, I don't really ever hear anyone be like, ugh, thank you. (laughs) (laughs) Whatever. loser. (laughs) So now back to gratitude practices, though. Even though receiving gratitude has the most potent effects on our brain, sometimes that can be a little bit harder to control. So a gratitude practice is still really beneficial. And I wanted to talk with you about different types of gratitude practices. Ooh, yeah. I think there are so many good ones out there. One is journaling, taking Mm -hmm. some time when you're writing stuff down, even if it's in like an Apple Notes. And just writing down like, hey, I'm so grateful for these three things. Journaling is a really great one. Remembering, like trying to make sure if you like know you're going to be interacting with a bunch of people, like the barista at Starbucks, or if somebody helps you at the grocery store, being able to remember like, hey, like these little things are so helpful to me. I should try to remember to say thank you. Yes. Another gratitude practice, which I would like to think of as gratitude on steroids, is writing thank you notes to everyone that you are genuinely grateful for. I did this practice when I had just graduated from undergrad and I was starting a new job and I just wrote thank you notes to almost everybody I could remember to write thank you notes to. And literally people's attitude about me just completely changed. It's so true. I don't know what it is about a handwritten note, but it really means so much. I mean, we have a ton on our refrigerator from like your patients and people who have sent me like a note and like a little gift for talking to them. Mm -hmm. And it's so nice. It's so sweet. And it really, it's funny because it doesn't take that much energy, but it is a little bit more lift than just saying something like, oh, thank you so much. Yes. And that brings me to my quandary. Mm-hmm. You've been not grateful. I I wouldn't like to say that I've been ungrateful because that's probably a bit too extreme. 
but I have <laughs> not been doing a gratitude practice, even though I know all the benefits of the gratitude practice, and I need help. Well, I'm here to help you if you want to start right now with me. <laughs> I'm grateful for my sister, Michelle. Thank you. She is not only beautiful. Of course. And hilarious. Oh, stop. But she's kind. Mm-hmm. And she does a lot around the house, especially for me. Thank Since you. I'm at work all the time. She cooks. <laughs> she brought me coffee on Friday, which I was extremely grateful for. I forgot about work. that. I'm so kind. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> you know, honestly, I feel so much better. I <laughs> could cry. Watching you receive my gratitude. <laughs> <laughs> but seriously, that actually did feel really nice. It was unexpected. And um, you're welcome. My yes. pleasure. As I teach you in Somerset. <laughs> as they taught me at the Somerset Collection Bougie Mall in Michigan. As For Sammy Worth Congier. Probably, n- yeah, in Michigan. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. You're welcome. Sorry, my pleasure. <laughs> <laughs> you are welcome. <laughs> but I do need help with planning a way to incorporate gratitude in my day. Because once again, I know how important it is but I haven't been doing it and I obviously need some assistance and maybe some of you guys are in the same boat. So let's come up with a solution. You want me to remind you every hour? I mean, that wouldn't be bad. That wouldn't be bad. <laughs> Honestly, that would help. There's probably an app that does that. That's true. But sometimes, like sometimes I'm at work and I'm so busy. I think that even if one of those little buzzards would come in, I don't know if I would like a notification. i don't know how well i would take that Mm. because i don't like to be disrupted from my deep focus well that's a tough situation then you have to find space and time to practice gratitude you're right you know one place where i could do gratitude Mm -hmm. is on the toilet once again oh my toilet i haven't been doing my toilet meditation actually and i think i'm just gonna Flush that idea down the toilet. I'm over this. (laughs) (laughs) But maybe if I get like a little journal and I put it next to the toilet and I write down everything that I'm grateful for while I'm using it. I guess it's not the worst idea. Hey, you know what? I'm grateful for for fibrous foods. (laughs) (laughs) I'm grateful for a good constitution. (laughs) Does constitution have anything to do with your butt? Maybe. Well, I mean, I do think... The pooping meditation was working for you for a while, so... It was. I like to do it when I brush my teeth, in case you're looking for alternatives. Sometimes I'm in a rush when I'm brushing my teeth, which I do hate because I love brushing, but I sometimes am in a rush when I'm brushing. That's why your teeth are not as beautiful as mine. They used to be. Mm Mm-hmm. Well, I like that, Sammy. I used to brush my teeth and say three things that I'm grateful for, so I'm going to start doing that again, too, because I really do think... The thing about gratitude is that it is a bit of like a spiritual practice for me as well, because Mm -hmm. I do think there's something to like everything that you are grateful for, that you just appreciate, like doubles. Mm. And I think that like, I don't know if it's just because you're just seeing more of it or you're more open to it, but I think there's a connection, at least for me, I feel like the things that I'm like grateful for and I appreciate, they actually manifest more of in my life. Mm, I agree with that. I do agree with that. So takeaways for this episode. If you fell off your gratitude practice, like me and Sammy, it's not too late to get back into it. It's Thanksgiving, y'all. If you're Mm -hmm. listening to this, when it comes out, 
And even if you're not, hitch yourself to that wagon and join us because we are going to do more gratitude. I think maybe by the end of the year, we should have like some kind of goal. Hmm. A system like in kind place. Of goal? Like you do your pooping meditation. I mean, sorry, mm-hmm. you do your pooping gratitude practice. Mm-hmm. I will do my toothbrushing one. Mm-hmm. And uh, hmm. How do we hold, I don't know. What maybe accountability? We, well, ooh, like a 365 days of gratitude. Ooh, okay, yeah. I like that. And I can get one of those mini notebooks from the Dollar Tree. Mm-hmm. Our favorite store. They have yes. a lot of great notebooks. One of our only stores, but also favorite store. <laughs> those things are related to each other. <laughs> so let us know. Have you been keeping up with gratitude? Have you, since our last episode, gone into it and seen anything positive come out of it? Honestly, there's so much good stuff. I feel like it does seem a little bit simple to be like, hey, like saying thank you means a lot, but it actually really does. Like Mm -hmm. a lot of times we forget it. A lot of times we don't remember to go out of our way and like thank the people that are doing the little things for us or even the big things. And it does make a huge difference. Even if someone's not expecting it, I think it just shows them like, hey, like this is somebody that I'm investing my time and energy into and they appreciate it. And I'm going to want to invest more of my time and energy in them too. It's so true, Michelle. So summary, get back on your gratitude practice. Get back on your gratitude grind. Make a little collection of all the little gratitudes that you receive. Oh, yeah. Or watch other people receive gratitude. Three options. Easy. Mm-hmm. That's true. Go on YouTube, Google, I gave $1,000 to X, and I'm sure something will pop up. Get a tissue, because you're going to be crying. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys, let us know. You can email us to adulting at gmail.com. Follow us on Instagram at adulting. You know how to get a hold of us. And most importantly, be sure to join us next time as we put down the rule book and we rethink the status quo. Thank you for joining our after show. Thank you, guys. We are done talking about gratitude. Or are we ever done? We're never done with talking about gratitude, but... Yes, we are done for today. <laughs> Except right now. <laughs> and we're going to talk about something else, which is the sound that we heard last night. Oh my gosh, I'm so happy this happened. <laughs> I woke up from my sleep. Me too. We unfortunately did not know this about each other, but it would have been helpful. Anyway, we woke up from our sleep separately from each other. Mm-hmm. And I heard, what's the word? Like a cry? A mule? Ah! What's- <laughs> it sounded like a crying child, like, oh, oh, or Literally. even like, maybe even kind of like a little bit like a child calling out almost. Yeah. And there were a lot of dogs barking outside. And yeah. so I woke up, I was like, maybe I imagined that, heard it again. And guess what I thought to myself? If you listened to last week's episode, you may know she thought about the haunted ghost girl. I, not just me. <laughs> Uh, me too, actually, because I heard that sound and I'm like, oh my God, she's here <laughs> and the dogs can see her. And it did, like, it sounded like it was right outside our window. I'm not going to lie. And it was pretty frightening. Yeah. And it turns out it was right outside our window because when I first heard it, I thought it kind of sounds like a cat. Mm-hmm. And then I heard it again and I was like, this, I'm so mad Sammy told me about that haunted house because now all I can think is that this is that little girl crying. And you know what I thought? What did you think? I thought it was our little neighbor's chihuahua 
getting murdered by a coyote. You because go it so kind crazy. of sounded like that. And I was gonna look outside to see what was going on. And I was also worried like if maybe it's a little girl getting like bit by a coyote or a dog or something. And the only thing I thought about was, you know, I had this patient and she had major PTSD after watching these dogs get murdered twice by other dogs. And I kind of was like, you know, to be honest, I don't know if I can handle that. Like I know I see people die and you know, I'm not saying I don't care, but I don't think I could watch a dog get murdered by a coyote and just be like screaming and writhing in pain and just like in torture. You know, I'd be like, where's the gun? We just need to put it out of its misery. So yeah, it would have been <laughs> nice if we had chatted to each other because I did not have any of those same concerns and I peeked outside the window. Though first I got a recording just in case it is a ghost mm-hmm. and then the ghost disappears. I need mm-hmm. to be able to prove it. So I got myself a little recording. It's average at best. And then Do I you want to play a little piece? I guess we could try. Mm-hmm. I heard it. Wow. I wonder if I can cut it in if we can't hear it. That's creepy. But I'm not going to lie. It sounds creepy enough. <laughs> like, I think I started to normalize it once I knew what happened. And no, it was creepy. And this was like 4 a.m. <laughs> so I got this little voice note. And I peek outside. I look straight ahead. I see nothing. I hear the dogs barking. Then I look a little bit lower, literally right under my window. And there's these two cats just chilling. Literally just chilling. I, at first, I thought maybe nothing, whatever happened was done. And then another one just meow, like lets out another meow yule. And uh, I don't know what happened. I don't know what spirits were out there that all the animals saw, but they were all fine. They were chilling. It's crazy. You know, that little black and white cat. We're familiar with these cats. There's a white one and then there's a black and white one. They're kind of our cats now. They're kind of our cats. There's other cats in the neighborhood that are sometimes on our property as well. That's but true. those two are the primary. And I saw him the other day and I was brushing my teeth and I looked out the window and I saw this, the, the black and white cat just like looking in his little prey mode, you know, climbing on to something. And then I look to see what he's looking at. And on the fence, there is a hawk. Wow. And it is huge. And I'm looking at the cat and he's like definitely planning <laughs> it on like jumping at this thing. And I'm like, oh, honey, this thing is going to eat you alive. Anyway, right? so he, he starts to jump and then the hawk just flies away. But I'm like, what was the end goal there, you know? Yeah, I mean, I don't know who would mm-hmm. win in that fight. I'm going to it's go with the hawk. Yeah. <laughs> that thing, the hawk, like, honestly, like, at first I thought it was an ugly cat. Because I can only see the back. <laughs> like, it was, a, like, I feel like it's, tor- like, it was the size of my torso. Like, it was huge. It was giant. Oh yeah, I... These cats are fearless, so maybe they were just, like, teasing the dogs or something that were barking, but... Mm-hmm. And I looked, and, like, nobody was walking by, like, there's nothing that... I mean, I don't know what the dogs were doing, but, like, it really didn't seem like anything had triggered any of these things. On the plus side, if they were screeching because of a ghost, we can't see the ghost. We can only hear the cats. Well, <laughs> and I, true, very true. And honestly, seeing the cats, I felt a lot better, because then I was like, maybe there's no ghost. Maybe yeah, it was always the cats. I was like, maybe it was always the cats. Because, like, once I heard the cats outside, I was like, this does sound like a child. No offense. Mm-hmm. No offense to children and their voices. And I imagine that ghosts are scared of cats, TBH. So even if there were a ghost, I feel like they're gone now. It's our ancestors mm-hmm. in cat form. Cat sisters. Oh, that's probably 100% true. <laughs> 
All right, y'all. Thanks so much. Thank you. Bye.